Let me go ahead and introduce you to Dr. Brian Mathis. He is in Kansas City, Missouri, and that is where I met him through another friend. And as I said, he's been my dermatologist for quite a while. And he is an inventor. He is an author. He is a doctor. He is a faith-based dad. And as he says, he is a recovering lifeguard. So we're going to talk about his new book, Derm Boy Saves Vacation. Well, let's welcome everybody, Dr. Brian Mathis. Everybody say hello. Brian, good to see you. Hi, Will. Great to see you. Thanks for having me this morning. I should say great to see you at this angle without you looking over my shoulder or looking at wherever you are usually looking when we are together. Let's throw this up to remind people of the URL, etc. What do you mean by a recovering lifeguard? Well, I think, you know, when I see people all the time, it's, um, you know, a lot of what we do is talk about sun protection and sun exposure. And as you can imagine, uh, it's the antithesis of what I used to do, which was be outside all the time, uh, not under an umbrella, uh, at a pool, um, you know, serving people and helping people, but not so much helping myself and my skin. Got it. Now, before we get into the book, you invented something, and I'd like you to share that. And I know that it's going through various iterations. I'd like for you, if you would, to tell us about the, um, well, the sun exposure app, or not app, but device that you create. Sure. Thanks, Will. We're, what we're working on is, well, let me back up for a second. So, you know, we look at things and we find things that are maybe not the way they should be or the way we want them to be. And so in my field, you know, we know that sun protection is key, but most people really don't know how to use sun protection. They still get sunburned. They still get wrinkles. They still even get, unfortunately, skin cancer. And so I'm trying to make a, you know, a skin cancer, skin aging free world to mirror what you're doing in a complaint free world. Well, and what I did is I invented and patented a, a smart tracker, a smart band uh, for the Apple Watch. We made a standalone product initially, but we're making a, a smart band for the Apple Watch called the Baruv SunSense Smart Band. And so we, we had a standalone product initially, and we now have a product that's going to partner with an Apple Watch that will basically, finally, you'll have the future of health and beauty on your wrist. Very cool. Now, I would imagine, and I may be wrong here as to your motivation, but uh, living here in Key Largo, Florida, where I am, there's a lot of people out in the sun constantly. I was talking to one of my neighbors uh, yesterday as we were walking back from the marina, and she is very, very, very dark. It uh, is interesting to me that because I actually looked up where did this concept of having a tan come from here in our culture because that is not universal. When I was mm. in China, um, the the women there especially all carry umbrellas because they don't want the sun. They don't want to look darker. But here it goes back hundred years or so when the people who had money 
we're able to not have to be inside, but we're able to be outside playing tennis, going on their boats, etc. And so it actually became a mark of the privileged to have a tan. And unfortunately, nowadays, we have people with a lot of sun issues. And this, this woman who had gone from having a nice dark tan to just looking very atypical. What do you recommend as far as for people? Is the key just to stay inside or to schlag on, you know, <laughs> SPF 100? Is there a, a middle ground that we are able to get a little sun without doing damage to ourselves? I think that's a great question. Well, I think we're all looking for the Goldilocks zone, right? Not too hot, not too cold, just right. And I think that, you know, I don't know that we've really discovered it yet. I think what I want to do with my device is I want everyone, you know, I want people to realize that sunscreen isn't enough and that we're going to give you some insights that then you can take some action on to then decide how to change your behavior. We don't want everyone to go inside. We don't want everyone to live in a cave. We want everyone to love life outdoors. That's our goal with, that's the mission of our company. We just want people to understand what they're signing up for. It's a little bit like calories sometimes. Maybe maybe you don't want to know the calories of a certain food, but if you're watching your weight or if you're health conscious, then you might want to know how much sugar is in something. If you don't, you don't. And, and if you don't care about your sun exposure, then my product won't be for you, just like my book. Uh, but if you care about the health and beauty of your skin, uh, this product that I developed, the, the wearable, it, it's, like a, it's like temperature. It's like you know, knowing how hot it is. It's just information. Now, then you can change your behavior. You don't, you know, you know if it's 100 degrees outside, you're not going to probably wear your winter coat outside. But maybe you will if you want. It's your choice. So I think that's really what we're gearing for. We don't want people to stay indoors. We don't want people to not go on their boat, um, which I'm excited to sometime visit you in your boat. Uh, but we just want people to love life outdoors safely, no matter what your skin color is, no matter what your history is. My ex-wife was Cuban and she always got such a wonderful dark tan, whereas I'm Welch on both sides of my family. And as Woody Allen used to uh, joke, I don't tan, I stroke. Um, I always used to get burned. I could never figure out how to get a tan. And what she would show me was, number one, don't be outside between 10 and 2 in the day. And when you are, uh, always wear sunscreen that is uh, SPF 50. She says enough comes through just to trigger the melanin in your skin and to give you a bit of a tan, but it doesn't keep you, it doesn't allow you to get burned. And since then I have been able to somewhat get a tan. Would you comment on those two, those two things about avoiding the sun during the hardest, hottest part of the day? And is that a good idea? Are we okay if we're wearing SPF 50? I think um, that's a good question. So I would prefer to not place limits on when you go outside. I think that that's why we invented our device, just to give you information. I think it's too dogmatic to say, don't go outside between 10 and two, because that's that's when the fun is. You know, maybe my parents used to say, you know, nothing good happens after midnight. And sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. But I would say lots of good things happen between 10 and two outside. And I think having, you know, wearing sun protection, um, wearing, you know, even sun protective clothing is huge because it just gives you more protection. I think a challenge is that people don't know how to use sun protection. And that's one of the reasons why we say sunscreen's not enough. Because if you look at the back of a sunscreen bottle, it will say something like apply liberally. 
Um, no other medicine or no other healthcare product on the planet is so generic in its application. It says apply liberally. What does that mean? That means something different for you, something different for me. And so one of the challenges is that sunscreen is confusing. It's hard to use. Sometimes it's sticky. Sometimes they don't know what number to use. They don't even know what the numbers mean most of the time. And so we want to make it simpler with our product, with our Baruv uh, Sun Tracker for Apple Watch. We want to help people just get information. And once they get this information, they can make a better decision. And and that's the whole point. So I, I would say higher sunscreens are always better, but not for not because of why you think. Uh, because if you put an SPF 50 on, for example, most people are getting about a 12 because they just don't use enough to get the number on the bottle on their skin. So that's another reason why we invented our product. Well, that's a very interesting comment that we don't get enough. And what about this idea of, I had heard, and we're going to get to the book, but I want to dispel some myths and ask you some questions about sun exposure. I had heard that uh, the idea that sunscreens are, um, they say they're waterproof, but they're not necessarily. That If we're out at the pool or we're on the boat, we should actually be applying repeatedly. What do you think about it? Yeah, you know, I agree. There's no such thing as a waterproof sunscreen. There's Sunscreens come in all flavors, but either there's no water resistance, there's 40 minutes of water resistance, or there's 80 minutes of water resistance. And that means that you can be in the water for 80 minutes and not lose um, the effectiveness of whatever you put on. So, so remember, most people get about a quarter of the sunscreen on that they need to, so the number is much lower. So again, if you're getting a 50 on, you're getting about a 12 on your skin most of the time. And so then you can be in the water for up to 80 minutes, but you still only have that 12 on. And that can be a challenge because when where you are in, in Florida, you know, the sun is much more potent. There's a the UV index, which is on our phones and Apple Watches, that really illustrates the strength of the sun. So when the sun is really pumping at, you know, one o'clock in the afternoon, and you have a quarter of the sunscreen you have on, and you're maybe a fair skin type like you will, you're just putting yourself at risk. And, and one thing about a tan that's interesting is I, I kind of like to say a tan is a little bit like uh, like a burglar alarm. It, it's nice it's nice to have a burglar alarm, but when it goes off, that means they're already in your house. So how how can we be a little bit more preventive, and how can we keep them out of our house? And a tan is the same way. I don't I don't know if there is really a healthy tan um, because the tan illustrates that the sun has already stimulated the pigment cells on your skin and with that comes a lot of changes that we associate with aging and we associate with all with like health related concerns on the skin so it's a challenge it's really hard because we want i want people to love life outdoors but i just want you to protect your skin or at least know what you're getting so that's why we invented this metric called true sun exposure which takes your sunscreen and your skin type which is one through six. So one being very fair, red hair, blue eye, six being like dark skin, African-American. It takes your skin type and your sun protection and gives you a, a, an insight, uh, a number, kind of like steps or calories that then you can make a decision on how you want to manage your outside behavior. I would imagine it also has to do with the time of year because I know living here in uh, Key Largo, 
I we wear shorts all the time because the weather is between 70 and 75 and 85 pretty much year round. However, I know that I can go to the pool in the winter, December, January, and I get with no sunscreen. I'm not saying that's a good thing, but I'm saying that I'm out there and I see no tan lines. Whereas right now, if I go out there, I'm going to get uh burned if I don't wear sunscreen. So how important is the time of year and how do we factor that in? You know, that's a great question. So the the basically the UVA rays, there's two rays that we see from the sun, UVA and UVB. The UVB rays are the rays that stimulate your tan cells to tan. and, And those are much more potent in the summer. That's why you can get sun tanned, you can get sunburned, but in the in the summer, excuse me, in the winter, the UVA rays um, are are the predominant uh, ray of the sun that we see or that we that we experience, and that's more of an aging ray. So those rays age your skin. They can cause health concerns besides aging, but that's what they're typically known for. So interestingly enough, those UVA rays are the same all year long, all year long. And the UVB rays go up in the summer and then come down in the winter. And that's why when you go to the pool in, in the winter months, um, you know, January, December, January, February, you're not seeing tanning because the UVB rays are so low, but the UVA rays are the same. And they penetrate your skin much deeper than the UVB rays. So that's a reason we suggest people wear sun protection all year long because they get those, those UVA rays stay the same. And even though you can't see a change on your skin, your skin sees the change at a lower level. How effective is makeup with SPF? Is that important for women and and also lotions? Nowadays, everything seems to have SPF. When I go now, here things are different, but clothing is even sold with SPF listed on it here in the keys, shirts, et cetera, hats. How important is lotions, makeup, et cetera, for, uh, for men and women? I think all of it's important. I think, it, you know, that's where you have to figure out what you'll wear. You know, when I'm at the pool, you know, we, I wear a sun protective shirt um, in the water, out of the water, mainly because it's easier. Then I only have to be concerned about my face, uh, my ears, you know, my neck, um, my hands and legs. Whereas if you don't wear, if you don't wear, if you wear no shirt, then you have your chest and abdomen and back. It's just easy to miss stuff. And the sun protected clothing is great because it's water resistant all the time. So when it has a, a UPF of 50, it's 50 all the time. Water, no water, doesn't matter how you put it on or how much you wear, you just wear it. So I think the sun protective clothing makes it easy, especially for kids. Our kids wear it because it's just easier. The other thing is, is you know, sunscreens and moisturizers and makeup are hugely important. Um, I would again say, often you're not wearing enough makeup for women to get the number on the bottle on your skin. So just, we kind of encourage people to double up, meaning put on your makeup or put on a sunscreen first and then maybe a makeup, or they make some pretty great tinted sunscreens that can actually serve as makeup for lots of women. So there's all kinds of amazing things that people can wear to really help their skin so they can love life outdoors. As a scuba diver, I just want to make everyone aware too, when you're uh, here in the ocean or you're in the bay, 
to be sure and wear things that are reef safe. I remember that I first scuba dived here 30 plus years ago, and now the reefs don't look the way they did then. They're nowhere near as vibrant and beautiful. They're more brown. I went diving on Sunday. The fish are still beautiful, but the reefs themselves are starting to, to change. So be sure and wear something that is reef safe, because as your sunscreen wears off, it gets absorbed by the reef and it actually kills the reef, which of course is a living entity. Well, let's jump into the book. And before I jump into the, the topic itself, I want to ask you why a children's book as opposed to something for adults? Well, I think, um, I think, you know, if you, for those of us that have kids or read to their kids, I think that a lot of times these quote books are really meant for adults and there's messages that can per permeate, um, the adult brain, and then it can help change behavior so the kids can then change their behavior. So I, I think I, I've always wanted to do a children's book. Um, when I, I've been practicing now for 22 years, and when I left to start my residency in dermatology, the, my going away party uh, on the napkin, it said, adios, derm boy. And so that was basically the creation of derm boy. And I think, um, and so, 22 years later, I finally got my children's book out. It just took me a minute to get it done. I'm not as prolific as Will is with regarding to books, but I just wanted a children's book because I want a fun way to talk about the sun. I think, you know, we, we joke on our website, it says block the, you know, block the sun, not the fun. And I think people sometimes think about, you know, protecting your skin as sort of a, a, a not a fun thing. Like we're trying to steal your fun. And that's just not the point. I think the point is for people just to have information so they can make a better decision outdoors. And that's what Dernboy does. Dernboy, you know, he he fights his nemesis, Rojo the lobster, who comes down from the sky to try to burn people. And I think um, I think the goal is just, you know, have fun outdoors, but just protect your skin. I think because, you know, I see lots of, lots of people, you know, I had a patient a few weeks ago who came in, she's in her late 60s and she literally started crying in the office because she was afraid to go outside because she had a melanoma, which is a deadly skin cancer. And, and she, she just didn't know how to manage it. And it was, she knew she maybe wasn't doing the right thing, but she was just crying in my office. And, and I think that, 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 and that's not atypical. That may sound unusual to people on, on, the, on the podcast, but I see, I see that all the time. Um, I see people that won't go outside or are afraid to go outside because they've had skin cancer or they're, they're aging at a, at a fast rate and they just don't like what they see in the mirror. And so writing a children's book for me was just a fun way to teach people about the sun and, and, to, and like I say, you know, block the sun, not the fun. I love the idea of we learn from reading, <clears throat> excuse me, to our kids. I always love to read The Little Prince to my daughter because it always gave me what I needed to hear. Now, tell us about your kids, please, their ages, if you will. So I have, oh, yeah, so thanks. Um, I have a four-year-old and an eight-year-old, and we're getting our third child in February. So we've got, uh, we're getting a full family here in. Uh, my kids are great. Um, they wear hats and they wear their sun protection. And um, even if they don't, sometimes they don't like it, but we encourage them uh, to, to be sun wise and to uh, follow the example of Durham Boy so they can love life outdoors for sure. 
I didn't realize that you're you were Derm Boy. I did. <laughs> that, that makes it that much more rich. Now uh, you've also created, along with it, a coloring book. I see. What what was the thinking behind doing the book? Uh, you know, I think uh, you know when you're when you're writing a book, um, it, as you know better than me. Well, you you want to have uh, accessible things that can get the message, and and the coloring book is just a way for kids to engage more. You know, kids are. Um, kids are so awesome because they're creative. They, they just, they, they don't have the, they haven't been uh, beat up like some of us adults have been in their creativity and their vigor for life. They just love it. And so having a coloring book is just a way for the kids to engage with the book in a different way where they can make their, they can make Derm Boy blue if they want. They can make Rojo the lobster orange if they want. They can do things that just, encourage their own creativity while still, you know, reading the words and, and hopefully just getting the message to love life outdoors safely and, and, and have fun. Uh, my older brother had uh, skin cancer. My dad had skin cancer. My older brother was uh, had the same hairstyle as me, and they ended up having to take a very large spot out here, which left a uh, scar that he was embarrassed about. Excuse me. There we go. Um, for many years, I, as a child, I was born in the 60s. You never really heard about skin cancer, and then it became something really important. Why do you think the change? Do you think it was just our awareness and understanding of the destruction that uh, the sun was doing to our skin? Uh, you know, that's a great question, Will. I think that, so lots of reasons for the change. I think that um, it's it's a multifactorial thing where we actually have more leisure time now than we did even in the 20s and 30s. Um, and so we have, um, ironically, climate change, um, increasing outdoor temperatures, even by, you know, tenths of degrees, increases time spent outside as a correlation between there. So we have more leisure time, more, you know, a little bit of climate change in, in the mix. And then you throw in really uh, what drove a lot of it was tanning beds. You know, people used to go to a place and sit in a tanning bed once a week, twice a week, three times a week. And so you have that sort of combination. And now, you know, uh, skin cancer is an epidemic. We diagnose it every 10 seconds in this country. Every um, so, 10 seconds? Yeah, it's a big, yeah. Wow. We diagnose over 9,500 skin cancers a day just in the U.S., and it's just something that, you know, I just do a lot of. I, every Monday I'm, you know, cutting off parts of noses and ears and faces and scalps um, and even places you wouldn't imagine because of sun exposure. So my goal is really to just provide people information, help them know that sunscreen isn't enough, provide tools like Derm Boy Saves Vacation and our Beruv, you know, fitness tracker for your skin that's going to be made with Apple Watch so that People can know what's happening, customized to themselves, their skin, and then they can make better decisions. So hopefully they'll have fewer regrets. My guest is Dr. Brian Mathis of Epiphany Dermatology in Gladstone, which is a part of, are you in Gladstone or Kansas City? Uh, we're actually in Riverside, believe it or not. Riverside, that's right. There by the big red X. <laughs> exactly. Just five minutes north of downtown Kansas City. Yep. Right. And you beautiful view of Kansas City where you are. And Brian is going to be 
timing allowed, uh, making a contribution to the new version of my book that I'm working on because Brian bought copies of my, that's how we, one of the ways we met, uh, he ordered copies of his book for everyone. And I think we made a mistake and sent just bracelets and not books. And then we ended up talking and everything. So highly recommend Brian as a doctor and uh, you should definitely check out Derm Boy Saves Vacation. So he does save vacation, right? Vacation is saved thanks to him. Vacation is saved. Yeah, we uh, walk through the seasons, for, as you can imagine, for different vacations at the beach and uh, the mountains, um, you know, all over the place. And he definitely saves the day. Yep. He does not let Rojo the lobster, his arch nemesis, uh, get the final say. That's for sure. Rojo means hot in Spanish. Is that correct? Red. Red. Okay. Red. Red. I know it's very creative, right? Yeah. You Rojo the lobster, but I think the idea was that, you know, a lot of people say they get burned like a lobster. Um, and so we wanted to make a fun, um, I wanted to make a fun nemesis, you know, that was, uh, easily beatable by Derm Boy, uh, in order to help people uh, save their vacation for sure. One last question. And I'm going to put you on the bit of a spot here. And if you don't want to answer, that's okay. Is one brand of sunscreen better than another, or does that even really factor? Uh, you know, I think, so I would say the brand of sunscreen that's best for you is the one you prefer the most. So there's so many factors. It's like anything. It's like, is there a better car? Is there a better phone? I mean, you know, I think it's what you, it's what, it's the story you tell yourself about the product you use or the cosmetic acceptability. Meaning that if you love the way your sunscreen feels, you're probably going to use more. And if you hate the way it feels, then you're not going to use as much. So I would find a product that you love, even if it's a little bit of a lower SPF, like if it's an SPF 30 instead of a 50, but you love it. Remember, you're if you're using a 50 and you don't love it, you're probably getting a 12 on. But if you're using a 30 that you really like the way it feels, then you're probably going to get closer to a 30. So you might actually get a higher protection by using a lower product just because of the way it feels on your skin. So the key is, as I said, use it, use more and use it more often. The URL is dermboy. Let me spell that is in dermatology, D-E-R-M-boy.com, www.dermboy.com. You can order the book, you can order the coloring book and be sure and read it to your kids. So you take it in as well. Brian, any other comments you'd like to share before we, we let you go? No, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm really excited. I think, um, we have a we have a neat opportunity to really change the culture uh, of how people manage their skin and I, I i honestly believe that this product and not not because i did anything but by pushing something to the forefront by pushing something you know that could potentially have the opportunity to be on 130 million risk because that's how many apple watches are out there i really think we can make a huge difference in health and an and aging by prevention so that we want people to love life outdoors, but to have actionable insights and have them have them help let let them help Derm Boy help themselves love life outdoors. Love it. And this is a way of casting great things into the future. Imagine if instead of 9,500 skin cancers a day, it goes down to 6,000 and 5,000 and less and less and less. That's absolutely wonderful. Everyone take care of your skin. It's the largest organ on your body. 
And this is a great way to do that. Check out the book once again. The URL is Derm Boy Saves Vacation, which I just love the name, even saying it. And also check out the coloring book. Brian, thanks a lot. And I look forward to seeing you next time I'm in Kansas City. My pleasure, Will. It's really been an honor to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody, enjoy today, and we'll see you soon. No more, no more complaining people. Their lives are changing. We're flying high, creating a complaint-free world. No more, no more complaining people. Their lives are changing. We're flying high.